The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. You're very welcome back to The Hard Shoulder. Kieran Cuddy with you until seven o'clock this evening. Rebecca Shackleton. 98 events, Big Breakfast. And Darren Cleary, Managing Editor at Go Loud. They are both with me, the pod couple, with another recommendation. Rebecca, what is it this week? Okay, this week we're chatting about a new podcast called Can I Tell You a Secret? It's a six-part true crime tale. It's made by The Guardian. I think it's their first true crime podcast. All and right. It's about... Lowering themselves to, I know, finally. to our standards. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is about a man called Matthew Hardy who spent more than a decade stalking women online. It's presented by a journalist called Sharon Caller who investigates why this cyber stalker wreaked havoc on the internet and ruined people's lives. So she chats to victims, she chats to Matthew's family, neighbours, teachers and police officers and experts. And essentially it is a series about obsession, fear and the lives that we lead online. Here's a clip. It would start off with a random girl and just say, hey hun, I'm going to tell you some secret now. Please don't mention it to anybody. But it quickly escalates. It just spread like a wildfire. I still sleep with clubs next to my bed. I didn't know how far this was going to go. People seldom show their true selves online, but one man, he's taken it much further. I was terrified. Who is the cyberstalker behind these messages? He actually said to me, good luck proving it's me. And why is he sending them? (sighs) Darren, this isn't a whodunit though, is it? No, it's not a whodunit at all, because from the outset we know that our boogeyman is Matthew Hardy, and he is the cyberstalker, no relation to Jeff Hardy, that's a completely different world, but the harassment would often start in the same way, a fake profile posing as a usually attractive young woman, with a simple message of, can I tell you a secret, and it would become more and more sinister. Um, this has all the hallmarks of a, of a brilliant kind of true crime podcast, because the first thing that the presenter producer does is she goes and gets her boots on the ground and starts speaking to people and one thing is for sure in this sleepy little hamlet everyone has been affected or touched by this person Matthew everyone knows someone who has been um, has been caught up in his web of lies Um, and she goes to great depth I guess you would say to not just figure out who Matthew is because from the outset like I say they tell us who is responsible for this but why it happens why it happened for so long how it wasn't stopped and what was his reasons what were his motivations for doing it Uh, so this is not a whodunit in what way then does the series play out because the, the, the traditional true crime is we're trying we're trying to get to some sort of find the 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 answer to some mystery Yes. But not so here, it sounds like. It really chronicles how it starts with him sending people in his class messages. Can I tell you a secret? Pretending to know that their boyfriend's cheating on them, for instance. To in him the basement then, in Sainsbury's. Yeah. That's <laughs> where I do all my cheating. Is that of what course. you do? Yeah. Um, God almighty. He then starts to actually impersonate his victims and he starts messaging people's old bosses pretending to be them and he's breaking up relationships and sending threatening messages. So it escalates over a number of years and uh, I suppose one thing that I really enjoyed about this is that it chronicles the evolution of how we live our lives online it starts you know Facebook people are adding each other as friends to then the rise of you know the ring 
light, the influencer and how, I suppose, how much we all share of ourselves online. It's uh, eye-opening and it made me want to put my Instagram on private. They do tell a funny story, don't they, At the in the first episode. It's just a little anecdote, but it, it just reminds, it's kind of nostalgic value for uh, people who do remember the early days of Facebook. And they talk about taking loads of photos on the digital camera, getting them home, uploading them, and they'd be like, crazy night, part three. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I used to do that. I had the pink oh, digital camera. And you look back and there's about 17 albums from one night out. Yes. Just you taking selfies with everyone in the club. <sighs> Yeah, they were interesting times. Uh, so, Darren, this is less than trying to uh, get to get to this answer, more kind of peeling away the kind of layers of lunacy, is it? Well, that's it. I think one of the, the best true crime tropes to emerge in recent years across all the top titles, you know, your West Cork, your serials, they've all been based on systematic failures. How has the system not stopped bad people from doing bad things? Or how has law enforcement not been able to figure out who is responsible for these terrible, terrible crimes? And that's something that's highlighted here very, very clearly, like the, the depth of the offending, how long it went on for. You know, you're talking 10 years. He was he was caught a number of times there were a number of different victims at least 60 victims 100 different incidents reports um, I'm going to play a clip here and it's from early on in the season where the host actually goes to Matthew Hardy's hometown to try and get a bit of sense for you know who was responsible who was actually the person behind all these fake profiles take a listen I wasn't sure if anyone would know who he was I've done a lot of door knocks and most of the time people slam them in your face But this time, this story, it felt different. Everyone wanted to talk about him and what he'd been doing online. Like, I've not met a girl yet who doesn't know who he is and what he gets up to and stuff, which is not very nice, is it? Like Simon, the personal trainer at the local gym. Some of these girls have been, like, proper tortured. I've heard some weird stories. Even members of the public who approached me curious about my microphone seemed to have a connection to Matthew. Are you doing a podcast? We're making a podcast about this titled Matthew Hardy. Oh yeah, I've heard of him. One of my family members has been a victim of his. That's crazy. I know it's been going on for so long. So Rebecca, do do we get to Matthew at any point. Do we understand? Oh, do we, know, we don't want to give away too much here, but yeah, does we, he feature? Do we understand he, the He doesn't feature, motivation? but um, his mum does an episode. It's episode five. His oh, wow. mum speaks about his childhood, his life. Um, there's experts on about Matthew's uh, learning difficulties and the fact that he's autistic as well. That's really dived into and it's treated very sensitively, that whole topic. Um, do so, you feel a bit of sympathy for Matthew? Uh, to a degree, I feel sympathy for his mum and the fact that his mum is also a victim. She was failed by the system as well. She tried to get social workers to help her out. She tried her best, but also the, the victims were failed too. These women were going to the police and telling the police about Matthew Hardy for years, ringing him up, saying that they were getting threats that he was outside their house and the police didn't act on yeah, it. So I, it's frustrating. Because I've listened to a couple of episodes. I, I had some sympathy for the police early on mm. when, when again, we're talking about Facebook in the days of its infancy and I can imagine some kind of police constable in, in, in some station in the UK and some young one comes in and says, this 
this person is sending me silly messages, you know, that my boyfriend's cheating on me in the basement of Sainsbury's. You're like, come on, really? But it gets really sinister. And as you say, yeah, like uh, there are people kind of lingering outside people's houses. This is proper stalking. It yeah. gets to that point. And uh, one expert in particular says that cyber stalking is stalking and sometimes it's seen as less than being stalked and it should be taken seriously. And this podcast really highlights yes. how it can ruin people's lives and how the victims now, a lot of these victims, their lives, they've never been the same again since this happened to them. Do you like it? I really did like it. I don't think it needs to be six episodes in length though. Ah, the classic, the classic failure of so many podcasts. It could have been five. They need a producer to say, I'd wrap say it they up, had a few. There's an ad break, there's an ad break, yeah, wrap it up. Yeah, it's it, the first three or four episodes I was gripped and then the last two, the interview with his mum though is a, it's mm. an important listen as well. Darren, you a fan? I enjoyed the story. I enjoyed the kind of background. The trip down memory lane of, you know, the old days of Facebook and how things kind of began with the the digital and social age was interesting. It kind of loses its way. I think the the host goes on a bit of a a stretch to humanise the... The, the villain of the piece and there's probably conflating the, his mental and learning difficulties with, you know, what was happening. Like there are lots of people who have mental and learning difficulties who don't terrorize people at this level. So I thought there was probably that element didn't sit particularly well with me. Like he was a very, very dangerous man who did some really, really sinister things. And I felt they tried to, because they couldn't get to him, explain it away a little bit by what his legal very team on argued. theme Darren if I, if I was to make a kind of a psychological observation here now it would be that you show very little interest in understanding the mind of bad people no just not really of, they're bad I, I, people <laughs> Accountability is accountability. If you're a terrible person, it doesn't matter if no one was nice to you in school. It doesn't There's give a value you value in understanding right. that though. The, the, his defence tried to use the fact that he has autism as an excuse for his behaviour, but I feel like the host and the experts really do hammer home that mm. that isn't an excuse and that people with autism aren't necessarily going to become a stalker like that's very much it is highlighted called, that it's not true can I tell you a secret it is from the Guardian as Rebecca said right out the gap they have lowered themselves to the standards of the pod couple by finally doing something in the true cry pod <laughs> welcome to the pit every Guardian reader out there um, what's the alternative recommendation if people are already listening Rebecca oh so a podcast I've just started listening to that everyone's been banging on about is uh, Sweet Bobby Oh yeah, it's and great. There's a bit tale. of a Sweet Bobby feel to this at the start, actually. There is, mm. yeah. So that's the story of one of the world's most sophisticated catfishes. Oh yeah, it is actually catfish. Catfish? Do you say catfish or catfishes? Catfish. Catfish. There we go. <laughs> like attorneys general. <laughs> um, Darren. I'm going to go one closer to home. It's a brilliant listen, a difficult listen at times from Frank Graney. It's called Inside the Crime. It looks at the death of Sharon Whelan and her two daughters who were found dead after a house fire in their farm in Kilkenny way back in 2008. Uh, It explores what happened to Sharon and her two daughters. It was no accident and it gets to the bottom of what happened. So it's a wonderful, um, wonderful, insightful documentary, very tastefully done, great care and consideration for the family. And there's a season two coming soon of Inside the Crime. So I'm excited for that as well. Yeah. As am I. It is a, a, a worthy recommendation inside the crime. Uh, Darren Cleary, managing editor at Go Loud, and Rebecca Shackleton from 98 FM's Big Breakfast. Thank you both very much. We will have another recommendation from the pod couple next week. Right now, we will get the news headlines. Here's Eamon. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.